millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. you guys are having a great day do me a favor please hit that like button as you're walking in thank you so much to just duckies for getting it started with a cookie over there on pilled.net my good friends on the foxhole making sure that freedom of speech has a home on the internet From what I understand, President Trump is being arraigned right now. We're going to be going live to the feed at RSBN. I've got to check it out and see what's going on. Obviously, I was just on the air with 412 and Frank for the last hour. Toker Joe, yes, I am busy. The news never stops and neither do I. We've got a lot to discuss today. New pieces of information coming out from Devin Archer's testimony. Full transcript has been released. I've got a couple of exciting, funny things to show you. So sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. 
The U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s. That's when the dollar was decoupled from gold. And right now, it seems like the government is hell-bent on continuing that tradition. From now until the next election, you can bet the government is going to print as much money as they want. And the last time they did that, inflation went up by 9%. You see, gold is the one asset that has been proven to withstand inflation. And you can invest in gold with Noble Gold Investments. And when you do, you're also going to get this 24-karat, quarter-ounce gold standard coin for free. So visit Noble Gold Investments at my special website redpill78gold.com once again that's noble gold investments at redpill78gold.com or simply dial 877-646-5347 and they're going to answer the phone any time of the day noble gold is the only gold company i trust and when you support my sponsors you support this channel all right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you also to Seguber over on the Foxhole for dropping a cookie. Matt, 1776. Cheers, Red Pill. Cheers to you, Matt, as always. And Elizabeth G says he is on his way to the airport. So President Trump on his way to the airport to show up in Washington, D.C. I think that you're probably right. Here we have the live feed from RSBN, and it looks like We've got cameras down there on the ground, and then uh, there is this kind of live video of somebody driving down the highway. Is that President Trump's team driving to the uh, the airport? I'm not so certain. Let me turn the sound on real quick. With the American flag and a lot of Trump supporters on. Here he is. He makes his way up to us. Thank you very much. This is a very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, When you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. So if you can't beat him, you persecute him or you prosecute him. We can't let this happen in America. Thank you very you much, want these, like, Do you want these trials to happen? President. Mr. President. Delivering a couple remarks. Well, perfect timing for the show to begin. Obviously, it looks like President Trump is now leaving Washington, D.C., so he's already gone through the arraignment process. Let's go ahead and jump into some of the uh, bits of news that I had prepared for you. Obviously, President Trump is correct. When you can't beat them, you indict them, you politically persecute them. That's exactly what the Biden regime has done to President Trump and to so many other God-fearing, America-loving patriots. Uh, And... President Trump made mention there of the uh, decay that Washington, D.C. has undergone. Honey, can you bring me some water? The decay that uh, Washington, D.C. has undergone since he's come back, I think it's a stark example of what's happened in our country. It's not just Washington, D.C. It's the entirety of the United States of America. The moment Joe Biden stepped foot in Washington, D.C., the country began to fall apart. Now, I actually have uh, a story related to that that I think I'd like to begin with. You may or may not know that the United States credit rating 
has just been downgraded. That is spectacularly bad news for the United States of America as a whole. However, it's one step closer to destroying the Federal Reserve and moving us into a new type of financial system. Kevin O'Leary He's the guy that was on that show Shark Tank. Anyways, he was just on Fox Business discussing the downgrading of the United States credit rating. Uh, and he pointed out that the Biden administration is trying to pin this on Donald Trump. But it's very clear to see the trajectory that we were on under President Trump and then the immediate downfall of the very presence of the United States of America on the global stage. This is no doubt happened as a result of the decisions and the leadership of Joe Biden. That leadership, which is essentially completely absent. Thank you, my love. Yes, look at that. P.J. Corrigan. The only time that this has ever happened in history was under Barack Obama. What does that tell you? That tells you that the leadership of the Democrats is weak. So Kevin O'Leary had this to say. There's no way to sugarcoat this at all. It's bad. And I'll tell you how and I'll tell you how you measure it's bad. Basically, when you downgrade the U.S. economy, which is what this downgrading is, you're losing a little faith in the U.S. dollar and the U.S. Treasury bill because the default currency of the world defined by every commodity priced by U.S. dollars is the good faith of the U.S. government and the whole world. Trust it. Most sovereign funds keep the majority of their liquidity in U.S. dollars. That got hurt 24 hours ago because now you start to ask yourself, well, where is this going? A downgrade from AAA to AA, does it go to single? Now, if you're a sovereign wealth fund, you start to put that in your mind. And the bottom line for you and me is the cost of capital goes up. In other words, what it costs for us to borrow money to fund the government and deficit goes up. No sugarcoating that. Now, how does the actually affect the next 24 months? Well, let me explain. Think about the CHIPS Act and the Inflation Reduction Act. We're printing billions of dollars. Government claims it has merit. It's important to do this. But at the same time, that's just a lot of spending, and that increases the deficit. And that's why Finch did this. They downgraded it. And I wouldn't say it was the two bills that caused the camel's back to be broken, but it was enough for them to say, okay, I've seen enough now. For me, for you, for everybody, the kitchen table in America, your car loan just went up from 5 to somewhere between 7 and 9%. This, my friends, is the death knell of the U.S. dollar. Take a look at what's happening with BRICS. Take a look at how many nations around the world are moving away from the U.S. dollar and moving towards some other value or storage of wealth. This is bad for the country. It's bad for the economy. It means that we're going to be going through a period of restructuring if we're going to hope to come out of this. Things will be more expensive. Purchasing price will go up. People will not be able to buy the same amount of things as they could with the dollar in the past. We can't afford to get loans. We can't afford to buy cars, buy houses. It's going to get a lot tighter around the uh, the wallet for pretty much every single person here, unless, of course, you're somebody like Kevin O'Leary or Joe Biden. 
Now, how is this good? Well, uh, it pushes us closer to an ultimate restructuring of the U.S. financial system and the way that we uh, uh, that we count our wealth. How are we going to store that value into the future? Well, I think that a, a, a pegging of the dollar to gold would be the easiest way to do that. But they can also do it with other precious metals like <clears throat> silver, even copper. We have lots of copper here. Uh, and by doing so, we can prove that the money we print has value. We must also stop spending indiscriminately. The government of this country spends like there is no tomorrow. They just keep pumping dollars out into the economy. And every time they do that, inflation goes up, prices go up, and the purchasing power of our dollar goes down. Uh, Warrior Mima says, just watch the president get on the plane and listen to his remarks. So sad. Yep, we actually did play those here. It, it basically was perfectly timed with the starting of the program. So I'm glad that you're here, Warrior Mima. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Now, uh, again, I go back to the statement that President Trump made about the crumbling infrastructure, uh, society, uh, everything here in America seems to be falling apart. It's not just the economy. It's not just the government. Uh, it is civil society itself. And I wanted to show you this video. I actually had this pulled up from Reddit a couple of days ago and never got to it. Now it's being covered here in the Gateway Pundit. Uh, there was uh, a person here in Stockton, California, who uh, walked into a convenience store uh, and began uh, the process of robbing these people blind. He threatened to shoot them. And the people behind the counter decided to fight back. I love to see this. This is a classic example of effing around and finding out. Let's take a look. Excuse the language. Hey, let me get a switch it out. Can I get a strip? Hey, hey, can I get a can I get a switch? Let me get a switch. Oh, back up, nigga. Back up. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, put, put a gun on this fucking ass nigga. Hey, just let him go. It's good. It's, it's nothing you can do. But it's nothing you can do. It's like, they're not going to do nothing. Is there? There's nothing. Are you sure? Are you sure? You sure about that? Are you sure about that? You sure about that? Yeah. Do I have insurance? What? Does he have a sense? Yeah, he ain't got a sense. No, this is, it, it hurts you. You better not, nigga. God damn. Ain't nothing you can do, though. Ain't nothing you can do, man, until you call police. Stop playing. No, no, no. Ain't nothing you can do, man, until police come in. Move. Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't, hey. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. Oh, you're a real tough guy now. Real tough guy. Real tough guy. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Got him. You sure about that? (laughs) Oh, man. I love, I love to see that. People fighting back against the destruction of society, 
Freaks like this should not be able to walk into your business and just steal indiscriminately. You have the right to fight back and stop the uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on. I just lost I just lost my monitor, guys. Hold on just a second. Uh Okay, come back. Come back, baby. Okay, we're back. We're back. I I don't think that I stopped broadcasting. But either way, I want to see more of this. I want to see people all around the country fighting back against the criminal element that is being spurred on by the decisions and the leadership of the Democrat Party. This guy got exactly what he deserved, and I hope that the police came and hauled him off. Now, Speaking of getting exactly what you deserve, Eric Swalwell recently held a town hall in his own hometown, and he was brutally heckled by the people there. I think he got a little bit more than he bargained for. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a listen to the clip. Here is a man who reminds Eric Swalwell about the time that he got honeypotted by a Chinese spy. What the Dobbs decision does and what many of these states are doing with their six-week bans. It's government-mandated pregnancies. Government-mandated pregnancies. We are against government-mandated pregnancies. Overwhelmingly, Americans want women to be able to do and make these, these decisions for themselves. So I'm for women and their freedom, and I think that's where we're ultimately going to end up. Where's Fang Fang? Just one other comment on that. Uh, Mom, no, it is not wrong that you like that so much. We have seen so many instances of people engaging in lawless and criminal behavior and getting away with it. You know, recently there have been more uh, uh, cases of people working at these stores trying to stop the people. I saw another one where this guy came in uh, and he was robbing a, a, a cell phone store at gunpoint and the people just ran outside, locked him in until the police came and got him. That's what you get. <clears throat> you want to F around? You're going to find out. So Eric Swalwell getting mercilessly heckled about the fact that he was honeypotted by a Chinese spy. This is the reason Eric Swalwell doesn't have a security clearance. He doesn't belong anywhere in government. He needs to get his retirement papers and go home to wherever he lives in uh, in California. So Obviously, today, the big news is President Trump's arraignment. This week, we know he was arraigned on additional felony charges uh, that allege that he was attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Uh, This investigation conducted by special counsel Jack Smith is politically motivated. President Trump has done nothing wrong. I actually have some detailed uh, things here uh, in regards to these indictments. So, He's charged with uh, 18 U.S.C. 371, conspiracy to defraud the United States of America. So this is when two or more persons conspire to either commit any offense against the United States or to defraud the United States or any agency thereof in any manner for any purpose or one or more of such persons do any act to affect the object of the conspiracy. Each shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than five years or both. Now, if 
However, the offense, the commission of which is the object of the conspiracy, it's a misdemeanor only. The punishment for such conspiracy shall not exceed the maximum punishment for such a misdemeanor. So they're going to have to prove that President Trump conspired to work against the best interests of the United States. He had a constitutional duty to uphold those founding documents and ensure that there wasn't fraud in the 2020 election, and undoubtedly there was. Now, how has this been used in the past? Well, there was a 1924 case, Hammerschmidt versus the United States, and there was an opinion uh, that was written by Supreme Court Justice William Howard Taft, and it held that to conspire to defraud the United States means primarily to cheat the government out of property or money. But it also has to mean interfering with or obstructing one of its lawful government functions by deceit, craft, or trickery, or at least the means are dishonest. Now, again, President Trump did not believe he was doing something wrong. So this charge cannot be fully validated. He's not going to be able to be convicted on it. He was also charged in count two under 18 USA. 18 U.S.C. 1512K. This is the conspiracy to obstruct an official government proceeding. Uh, now, the United States uh, code that this is taken from uh, has to do with uh, tampering with a witness or a victim or an informant. And uh, 18 U.S.C. 1512K is a portion of that. Let me scroll down to this. Whoever conspires to commit any offense under this section shall be subject to the same penalties of those prescribed by the offense for the commission uh, that was the object of the conspiracy. So similar language to the first one. So this is uh, uh, the beginning of the statute reads, whoever kills or attempts to kill another person with the intent to prevent the attendance or testimony of any person in an official proceeding. They're going to have to show that President Trump wanted people to die on January 6th, and he specifically told people to demonstrate peacefully and patriotically. He never suggested that anyone enter the U.S. Capitol, commit any overt acts of violence. And when it was reported that acts of violence were taking place, he took to Twitter and, and specifically asked people to go home and to be cool. He And then, of course, that video was taken down by Twitter. Uh, now, we also have 18 U.S.C. 1512 C2, which is along with 18 U.S.C. 1512 K, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Uh, now, this is, uh, again, something that uh, I think is going to be very difficult for them to actually be able to prove in court. Uh, let me see. Hang on just a second. I have a specific passage pulled up on that. Uh, okay, so subsection 1512K makes conspiracy to violate section 1512 a separate offense subject to the same penalties as the underlying offense. The section serves as an alternative to a prosecution under 18 U.S.C. 371. That outlaws conspiracy to violate any federal criminal statute. What federal criminal statute was he seeking to violate? He was seeking to ensure the peaceful transition of power to the legitimate government. Uh, and uh, that outlaws uh, Section 371 is punishable by imprisonment of not more than five years, and conviction requires the government to prove the commission of an overt act in furtherance of this scheme by one of the conspirators. They must prove the commission of an overt act. So subsection 1512K 
has no specific overt act elements, and the courts have generally declined to imply one under such circumstances. Regardless of what section is invoked, conspirators are criminally liable under the Pinkerton Doctrine for any crime committed in the foreseeable furtherance of the conspiracy. Again, there was no crime committed. 18 U.S.C. 1512-2, uh, that would be the obstruction of an official proceeding. And then uh, count for 18 U.S.C. 241, conspiracy against rights. Conspiracy against rights. That is, if two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States, or because of this having so exercised the same, or if two or more persons go in disguise on a highway or any other premise of another with intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secured, they shall be fined uh, with uh, 10 years in prison uh, or uh, a specific cash fine or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of the section or uh, then they can be put to death themselves. This is the section under which they are attempting to maybe give Donald Trump the death penalty. If they can, I think that they will attempt to do so. But at the end of the day. All of President Trump's public statements about the events of 2020 were that the election was stolen. Never did he once, either publicly or privately, intimate that he truly believed he lost. We know he didn't lose. We never believed that he lost. We still don't believe that he lost. So he flew to Washington, D.C. earlier, as you saw, uh, to appear before Magistrate Judge Maxilla Yupadaye. That is the Obama-era judge that has been handing down sentences to January 6th detainees that have been more than what the government is asking. Now, uh, I don't know what was said in in the uh, the, the the arraignment itself, but uh, it says here that Trump's team is likely to present their initial arguments while the prosecution is, of course, going to lay out the charges. Uh, and uh, the president, I'm certain, pled not guilty. Uh, and although there is a, a possibility he could have remained silent, but I just don't see President Trump remaining silent. Now, I mentioned earlier the uh, Georgia sheriff. That was the, the picture on the thumbnail of this video. The Georgia sheriff essentially, you know, just gleefully discussed the possibility of Trump getting uh, a mugshot taken and then releasing it to the public. Uh, this is the uh, Democratic sheriff of Fulton County, Georgia, who looks a little soft in the cheeks, if you know what I mean. Uh, his office says that he's prepared to take a mugshot of President Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, this is, of course, if Donald Trump is indicted. I see no reason why they wouldn't indict him. I think they're probably waiting for more bad news to come out about Joe and Hunter Biden, though. So there shouldn't be any shortage of that up here in the future. Now, it was uh, it was uh, Sheriff, uh, excuse me, District Attorney Fannie Willis who convened that grand jury against President Trump uh, in regards to what they say were his efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Uh, and she says that uh, they expect whether or not charges will be brought by the end of August. Uh, this, my friends, I think would not hurt President Trump at all if they do take a mugshot and release it to the public. I've said this before. I think that President Trump would put it on a T-shirt. I think a lot of people would put it on a T-shirt, and I think that it would be a rallying cry to the American people uh, to see the the greatest politician 
on the face of the earth uh, to have been debased in such a way to force him uh, to pose for a mugshot and then to release it to the public. Obviously, they want to ruin him. They want to ruin his reputation. They want to ruin him in the eyes of Americans. But as President Trump said earlier today, All he needs is one more indictment to ensure that he wins the election. And let me just say this. You know, people have been worried about whether or not President Trump is even going to be electable or he's going to be able to uh, to be elected. Never in the history of our country in a primary season like this has a candidate on either side been as popular as he is with as much support among the American people as he has and not won the primary. There's no way that he's not going to win this primary. He will be on the ballot for president. And although they may like to make sure that he doesn't enter the White House again, I think that it is impossible. This is a foregone conclusion. This is what America must move towards. We have to have President Trump back in the White House. Uh, he is, at this point, a symbol of everything that's wrong with Washington, D.C., the, the political persecution, uh, the uh, stifling of free speech, the wholesale raping of our civil rights. They've done that to us. They've done that to President Trump, and we need him back, and we will have him back. There's no way around that. Now, I got some troubling news earlier. It appears that uh, Mark Meadows, they're saying, has flipped on President Trump. Obviously, Mark Meadows was his final chief of staff before he left office. It's being reported that he took a deal with prosecutors and that he's set to testify against Donald Trump in this January 6th indictment. He allegedly provided feds with evidence uh, and that he will be testifying against him in this secret deal. Now, there are sources close to the matter that are reporting this. It hasn't been officially reported, so it may not even be true. But what they say is that Mark Meadows was a key witness in the federal grand jury that was convened by special counsel Jack Smith against President Trump. And although the specifics of the deal have not uh, been uh, revealed at this time, we've got legal experts speculating that Mark Meadows' decision to testify could be a blow to Donald Trump's defense. I I think that's not going to be the case. Mark Meadows may testify against Donald Trump. Mike Pence may testify against Donald Trump. But all they're going to testify about is that this man cared about his country and that perhaps he was taking advice from people in a number of different sectors. And there's no way that he's going to be able to testify to the fact that Donald Trump did anything illegal. Now, with Unparalleled access to President Trump as his chief of staff, the possibility of Mark Meadows being able to say something about the interior workings of the White House is uh, undoubtable. Uh, And uh, they're hoping that he's going to be able to give them crucial details, which will prove their case against Donald Trump. But Mark Meadows knows in the same way that you and I know that Donald Trump won that election and that he believes he won that election. We also have, I'm certain, uh, many different forms of private communications between President Trump and his staff, even Mark Meadows himself, uh, where he never once suggested that people engage in the type of behavior that we saw being engaged in on January 6th by some really, really bad actors. Now, We need to take a break for the second half of the show. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the panic of the Biden regime. 
forget about Botox and microneedling because there is a much cheaper and more effective way to turn back time. And that's because one of the best ways to ensure your skin stays healthy looking and youthful as it possibly can has everything to do with your collagen production. And this is why I highly recommend taking and using collagen as an everyday regimen. You see, the brand I use has 10 tasty grams per serving of supercharged collagen to support your skin health. Plus, it's super easy to blend with any of your favorite drinks of choice, and it provides the most necessary types of collagen for skin elasticity, hydration, and youthfulness. And the best part is you can get some collagen today using my special link in the description below. You're going to also get 53% off, plus you're going to receive several free gifts with your order. Just go to my special website, healthwithredpill.com. Once again, that's healthwithredpill.com, or just click the more button in the description below, and it'll open up and take you right there. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, so please consider supporting the sponsors of this program. They quite literally make it possible for me to come here and be with you every single day and to help digest exactly what's happening out there in the world. Now, Ainsley, I know you are upset. She says that the country is over. Uh, I think that uh, I, I would ask the question, you know, what have we been fighting for? Have we been fighting to simply put a Band-Aid on the problem that we have here in America? Or is it going to be... Is it going to be incumbent upon us to help fundamentally change this country from the current incarnation that we see it in? President Trump, he stepped out like a lion. I like that. He stepped out like a lion, and he truly did. Take a look at him on camera. Take a look at his public statements. Take a look at the way he talks on social media. President Trump is not worried about the cases against him because, again, every time they indict him, it reinforces the narrative that we have been talking about for years. This has nothing to do with law and order. It has everything to do with a weak, ineffectual, and illegitimate leader who The only way he can beat his political rival is to indict and besmirch him. Now, Joe Biden put out this video earlier today, likely in a a, a wink at that very thing, uh, with a dark Brandon mug. He said, I like my coffee dark. Let's go ahead and take a look at this. It's rather short, but... Uh, I think it is a perfect summation of the tactics the Bidens are using. They are dirty. I like my coffee dark. If it weren't for the fact that the Democrats were in power right now, uh, then obviously none of this would be happening. Donald Trump and the Republicans never behaved in this way. They tried to paint Trump as a tyrant, as a, an authoritarian ruler. But that was never the case. That that narrative never stuck. But the things they said about Donald Trump then are now being proven true in the current administration. Now, here's the thing. I've said this for a long time, that when President Trump returns, we will have a fundamental change of tactics. President Trump must go hard on the deep state. If we're going to cut the head off the snake, we need to do it in a single blow. We need to slice that thing off. And President Trump said earlier today that soon it will be our turn. President Trump knows 
the tactics that he must take when he comes back. We know exactly what he has to do when he gets into that courtroom. The discovery will allow us to present things in a wholly new manner in a criminal setting. He will be able to prove his innocence by proving the illegitimacy of the current regime. So President Trump vowing retribution after these latest federal charges. If, if it tells you anything, look at Joe, look at President Trump and look at Joe Biden. OK, here is this weak willed, sloppy old man with a diminished mental capacity uh, who can do nothing more than show up and sometimes read a teleprompter. 40% of the time, he's away at his beach house in Rehoboth. President Trump, meanwhile, is touring the country, going to rallies, uh, meeting with uh, reporters, giving people access, making comments on the unfair treatment that he's been forced to endure. Joe Biden is weak. He is afraid. Donald Trump is strong. And he's brave. He's not worried about any of this. So please do not allow yourself to sink into the cycle of blackpilling. President Trump said this yesterday on Truth Social. Look, it's not my fault that my political opponent in the Democrat Party, crooked Joe Biden, has told his attorney general to charge the leading by far Republican nominee and former president of the United States, me, with as many crimes as be concocted so that he is forced to spend large amounts of time and money to defend himself. That's the key right there. They want to bankrupt Donald Trump. The Dems don't want to run against me or they would not be doing the unprecedented weaponization of justice. But soon in 2024, it will be our turn MAGA. That means the tables are going to turn. Joe Biden wants to invoke dark Brandon. Well, we need to invoke dark MAGA. We need to go after these people and we need to go for the jugular. They have destroyed America for too long. It can't continue. They are literally signing their own death warrant. I need one more indictment to ensure my election, President Trump said in a follow-up post. And I think he's absolutely right. Now, let me actually, before I go into President Trump's legal strategy, it was just earlier today revealed that Joe Biden actually did pressure Merrick Garland to indict President Trump. Why? Because he's losing to him. Because President Trump's presence on the political playing field is a threat to Joe Biden and his rule over the United States of America. But more than that, it's a threat to the deep state administrative state that seeks to subjugate American people to burn our civil rights to the ground and to create a globalist society where we are forced to eat bugs uh, or lab-grown meat, uh, drink the most disgusting, crazy chemical concoctions that they can think of. They want to make us sick. They want to make us weak. And we cannot allow it to happen. So, uh, yesterday, with the indictments of President Trump being brought by the DOJ, of course, the day after Hunter Biden's best friend and longtime business associate, Devin Archer, testified, we find that Joe Biden, of course, was included on dozens of calls. He showed up in person. He was directly involved in the foreign influence peddling of the Biden crime family. Now, 
We also had the testimony from Devin Archer that Joe Biden met with the former mayor of Moscow's wife, Yelena Batarina. She invested $40 million into Hunter Biden's real estate ventures, and she also paid Hunter a cool $3.5 million in consulting fees. This guy's probably never stepped foot in a courtroom unless he was a defendant. And of course, Joe Biden excluded Batarina from the list of Russian oligarchs to be sanctioned. Well, once that was revealed, they needed to do something to change the narrative. That's why they indicted Donald Trump. If you know anything about the indictment, if you've taken a look at it, you, you might see that there's a, a sloppiness that's involved there. I thought the same thing when I read the indictment from Alvin Bragg. It was as if they were piecing together uh, a uh, uh, what is it? Um, some sort of fan fiction where uh, they don't have a, a full understanding of the law or, uh, you know, what it actually should look like. They're indicting President Trump because he used his First Amendment protected free speech in order to interfere with the current election because Trump is going to beat Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden Pressuring Merrick Garland is the only way that this could happen. The New York Times reported in March of 2023, in the past, Biden privately told his close circle of advisors that Mr. Trump posed a threat to democracy and he should be prosecuted for his role in the events of January 6th. That's according to two people who are familiar with the statements coming out of Joe Biden's mouth. He also told confidants that he wanted Attorney General Merrick Garland to stop acting like a ponderous judge and take decisive actions. Politico reported in June of 2022 that House Democrats were upping the pressure on Merrick Garland to prosecute Donald Trump. And CNN reported in March of 2022 that Democrats are increasingly worried that Garland will let former President Trump go unpunished. So it sounds like the pressure was coming from all around Merrick Garland, north, south, east, and west. And when the president of the United States puts pressure on the attorney general to indict his political rival and it happens, you better be damn sure that your case is 100% locked tight. But it's not because it could never be. President Trump never broke the law. President Trump did nothing approaching something that he could be indicted for. This is grasping at straws, you guys. This is merely the actions of a weak and panicked administration. They know that Donald Trump is the greatest existential threat to them, to their power, to their control in Washington, D.C., and they will stop at nothing to get rid of him. I think it's gone beyond the point now where they could, you know, legitimately assassinate him and just remove him from the equation. He has proven to be too hard to kill and he's proven to be too popular. The people would rise up if that happened. Uh to do All right, real quick, let me just say thank you to um, over on the foxhole. Then we say thank you to Elizabeth G. He's on the way to the airport. Uh, no, he is on his way home. Thank you. Uh, LKW Cross, thank you for dropping those shades. Sean Anon, good to see you, Sean. He says, thanks for another candidate for our uh, FFS 
for for F's sake segment, shout out to you, a true inspiration. Thank you very much. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, Doug Simey, thank you for the can and the cookie. And Bro Dude says, good to see you, Zach. Good to see you as well, my friend. Uh, Boise Blanc, thank you for that cookie. Uh, Just Duckies says, Jeremiah 2911. And we'll pull that up in a second. Who cares? Says, high five, Zach, RPGF. Question, who was it that stopped Trump's orders from being carried out? Uh, I would say it was the people who were closest to him. Uh, the deep state assets that were planted directly next to him that he believed he could trust uh, that stood in the way of President Trump having his agenda fully implemented. And Mark Meadows easily could have been one of those people. Uh, Quintessen, thank you for the can and another can. And then Mighty Patriot says faith over fear always. That's right. You guys, you have to have faith over fear. You have to believe that we will overcome. If you believe that it's already lost, then you know, you might as well throw your hands up and uh, just go die in in a hole you know, because you've got nothing to live for. Every single day I wake up thinking, how am I going to uh, it, it contribute to this effort to save this country? How am I going to support Donald Trump? How am I going to support America? How am I going to ensure that the efforts of the deep state remain thwarted? And I think that's what you should be doing every single day. Now, getting back to the idea of this new political and criminal power that Donald Trump is going to be granted as a result of these new indictments against him. His attorney, John Loro, I believe we played the clip the other night, or maybe I played it on Badlands, not sure, but he's talking about this silver lining, uh, that Trump is going to have the opportunity to litigate why he believes the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent. There will be tremendous power in the argument that he's able to make in court to talk about his state of mind. That's the only thing we have to go on. So the prosecution is going to be unable to stop him from entering this into evidence. It's not going to be enough. They're not going to be able to just say, you know you lost, we know you lost, you can't say anything because uh, he has a constitutional right to defend himself in court. Loro spoke with Brett Baer on Tuesday night and said, in 2020, Mr. Trump's campaign had a few weeks to gear up and present evidence. It was very difficult. We now have the ability, in this case, to issue our own subpoenas, and we will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. It gives President Trump an opportunity that he's never had before, which is to have subpoena power since January 6th in a way that can be exercised in federal court. And this is exactly why this particular indictment is so exciting. President Trump, they claim, created widespread mistrust in his attempt to overthrow the legitimate results of the 2020 election. Jack Smith and his cronies, they got to keep saying that over and over again. Oh, the, the legitimate results. Nothing legitimate about them. We see you, Jack Smith. We see you, deep state assets in Washington, D.C. President Trump never believed that allegations of election fraud were false. So you're not going to be able to prove that he thought they were false. He's going to be able to prove exactly why he believed those election results to be completely, uh, absolutely false. So uh, it's uh, not just issues of fraud, John Loro continues. It's also the fact that procedures were changed. Remember, they changed the election laws in so many different states, undeniably so. Procedures at the state level were changed without the ability of the legislature to weigh in. That means that those changes were illegal at the heart of it. President Trump never made false statements about the election. 
if, if he, even if he did, it would still be protected speech. So his intention on January 6th was to pressure Congress. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Congress not to certify the Electoral College so that state legislatures could have one last chance to review and weigh in on how the elections in those states had been conducted. Uh, it's been confirmed that uh, Ian or that uh, uh, Ivan Raikland's Pence card memo is being used as evidence against Donald Trump. Uh, but the evidence in that memo shows that the election was uh, was fraudulent. And so that's the reason that we needed the state legislatures to actually take this up. The reality is, Mr. Lauro says that the state legislatures in every state have the ultimate responsibility of qualifying electors. So what Mr. Trump did was exactly 
constitutionally precise and in order. There was nothing illegal about that. And if you take a look at the Constitution, which I'm certain the defense for President Trump is going to enter into evidence, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 states, each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. So President Trump, by upholding his oath to the Constitution, was required to take these steps as president of the United States to ensure that the election was held in a valid way. And of course, this is the very action that they are attempting to criminalize. Now, Brett Baer, he had a counter to that. He said that the states did that, uh, saying that they had properly certified them. But we know that that's not truly the case. It's never actually been presented to the states. And in this case, they're going to have the opportunity to do that. And they're going to show that President Trump was exercising his free speech and just attempting to uphold his oath to the Constitution. Now, The complaint itself says that uh, officials usurped their legislature's authority and unconstitutionally revised their state's election statutes. They accomplished these statutory revisions through executive fiat or friendly lawsuits, thereby weakening ballot integrity. By doing so, they created the environment which would allow for the election to be stolen. we got to show that in court. Freight Awakening says they need to get that judge recused and get the trial out of D.C., even with undeniable evidence of election fraud in January six shenanigans. It won't change anything in the venue. Just my two cents. I think you're right. I think that if they're unable to get it moved to a different jurisdiction or they're unable to get this judge to be recused because she is an active uh, Obama donator, then uh, unfortunately, uh, this is going to go to its logical conclusion, at which point Donald Trump is going to be forced uh, to appeal this all the way up to the Supreme Court. Uh, Just as an example here, one of the many examples of the ways that the election system was fundamentally changed so they could steal it back in 2020. In Pennsylvania, we had the Democrat-controlled Supreme Court. They allowed for drop boxes to be deployed in the state of Pennsylvania for the 2020 general election, and they ruled that absentee ballots did not require signature verification, and they could arrive up to three days after the election. Now, At the time, NPR reported on this, and they said that these decisions by the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court would likely help Democrats. Absentee ballots played a decisive role in Joe Biden's victory in Pennsylvania. Remember that story of a whistleblower uh, trafficking ballots from New York to Pennsylvania? You think that maybe those were pre-filled out absentee ballots taken from the overbloated voter rolls that were full of dead people and uh, duplicate voters? President Trump had a 600,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania the morning after the election. Then gradually it dwindled until it eventually disappeared because those absentee ballots just kept showing up. And in 2022, the Wisconsin Supreme Court had ruled that the use of absentee ballot drop boxes that occurred in 2020 was illegal, and they have been banned going forward. That's good news for Wisconsin. 
Now, of course, in Michigan, the Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson sent unsolicited absentee voter ballot applications by mail to all 7.7 million registered Michigan voters prior to the primary and general elections in violation of a Michigan state law that set the procedure for applying for an absentee ballot. And Texas alleged that in their suit. Now, John Loro noted that some of these actions in a CNN interview, let's go ahead and take a look at the clip of him on CNN and see how uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Kate, who's the chick that uh, uh, did the CNN town hall with Trump? She actually uh, is the new darling of CNN. Let's take a listen. Legislators that you just well, mentioned there in the courts. Right. What was not true that that there were states where ballots were sent out without people asking for them, where there were changes in verification, where there were instances where ballots were not being supervised at drop off places. The, the president was told, given advice that under these circumstances, the state legislatures have the ultimate ability to qualify electors. He followed that advice. Now, you may disagree as to whether or not those things actually occurred or not. That's why we have political debate. We don't have criminal trials over that. We Boom. have the discussion but like we're just having. it matters if having. those things actually occurred or not, John. Not under the First but Amendment. It matters if those things no. actually occurred because... Not, not at all, because it, under the it First doesn't Amendment... It does matter if it was actually fraud. No, no, the First Amendment allows... But John, let me stop you there, because yeah. if, if he's saying that there was fraud, the First Amendment doesn't allow the President of the United States to go and claim there was fraud when he was told there was not fraud, and then try to subvert the election by overturning legitimate electors. I mean, it says Amendment it right here in the actual indictment. Absolutely. The First Amendment protects so, all so it prote- If we're going to have a, a situation where the Department of Justice is going to fact-check politicians and indict politicians for political speech and whether or not they're factually accurate, then this country will shut down politically because it's a never-ending cycle of tit-for-tat. And that's the risk of injecting politics into the criminal justice system. So right now, people disagree with President Trump. What's going to happen four years from now if somebody disagrees with President Biden in terms of what he said during the election? That's why we don't criminalize political speech. What, What about when Joe Biden lied about having knowledge of his son's overseas business dealings or being on the phone or actually being there in person. This is a dangerous precedent for the Democrats to set. And all I can say is that I hope they pay for all of their lies in the future. Now, the difference, obviously, between President Trump's political speech, his First Amendment protected political speech, and the Democrats and their bald-faced lies about the state of this country. The Democrats are not in the right. Uh, Penny Whitbrot, hey, Nurse Penny, good to see you. She says Trump's judge has links to Burisma, too. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, we're going to have to pull that one up there, too. Okay, thank you, Penny. I really appreciate you. Yeah. So, yes, as he was told, it doesn't matter what some people said. Some people said that the election wasn't stolen. That's their opinion. They didn't look at all the evidence. Political speech under the First Amendment has has an almost absolute protection. Nobody gets to judge whether it's true or not, except the American people. And we do that in an election. We do that in an election. We do that in the case of a president by impeachment. But we don't indict people. We don't indict people for political free speech here in the United States of America. Well, the only problem is, Mr. Loro, is that now we do. 
That's exactly what the Democrats have done. They have decided to tear up the Constitution. And let's be honest, this is exactly what they wanted to do this entire time. Let's go ahead and pull up this article from the Daily Caller. Trump's D.C. judge worked for the law firm that employed Hunter Biden and lobbied for Burisma. That, to me, sounds like a really good reason to have her recused. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin of Washington, D.C., which is the judge overseeing former President Trump's case in the district, previously worked at a law firm that once employed Hunter Biden and worked closely with Ukrainian energy firm Burisma. She spent 12 years working for Boys, Schiller, and Flexner. You probably have heard that name before, where she specialized in white-collar litigation and antitrust defense. That was before she was nominated by President O'Biden, uh, O'Biden, Obama, <laughs> to be a federal judge. She worked at other private sector law firms, and she served as a public defender in Washington, D.C. prior to her tenure at BSF. She graduated from George Washington University and the University of Pennsylvania Law School. Perhaps as important as all the skill sets she has, she is a person of just consummate decency. That was a quote from Don Flexner in 2013 when she was initially nominated I think she will be a welcome addition to the bench in Washington. Now, Hunter Biden worked at Boys, Schiller, and Flexner in the same year that she was appointed to Burisma's board in April of 2014. Hunter quickly brought BSF partners into the fold to assist Burisma with its efforts to influence U.S. officials, including his vice president father. And that's according to emails on Hunter Biden's own laptop. In April of 2014, he and Devin Archer spoke openly about how BSF could give them protection and work with government officials on Burisma's behalf. Biden said to Devin Archer in an email, BSF can actually have direct discussions at State Energy and NSC. They can devise a media plan and arrange for legal protections and mitigate U.S. domestic negative press regarding the current leadership, if need be. Biden added the contract should begin now, not after the upcoming visit of my guy, who is, of course, Joe Biden. That should include a retainer in the range of 25,000 PM, I don't know what that means, uh, per man, maybe, with additional fees where appropriate for more in-depth work to go to BSF for our protection, complete separate from our respective deals regarding board participation. They were double dipping. Fredo says, Judge has fusion GPS ties too. has no business being assigned on this case. She recused herself without anyone asking in a cash Patel suit because of her DNC ties. Well, uh, let's see how that one plays out. Now, shortly after the communications between Devin Archer and uh, Hunter Biden, Biden set up a call with BSF partners, including Christopher Boys and Heather King, shown from emails. Now, it was King who communicated with the State Department on behalf of Burisma founder Mikola Zlachevsky, the same one who paid $10 million to the Biden crime family. And together, they strategized with Burisma on how best to handle the press and influence government officials. This is from emails in May of 2014. She suggested that Burisma hire professional lobbyists, a PR firm, and an investigative research firm to bolster its influence operations, all memorialized in emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. So, yes, it's very clear she should not be allowed to oversee this case. 
Here is a very interesting bit of information that came out as a result of the release of Devin Archer's full testimony to the House Oversight Committee. Joe Biden's DOJ gave him full immunity, so he had nothing to worry about. It should be no surprise that he was smiling like the cat who caught the canary. Uh, And that reason is because he's got nothing to worry about. Is he even going to see the inside of a prison cell? I don't know. But I think it's pretty outrageous, and I think a lot of people are going to be very upset to hear about this. Obviously, he was so close with Hunter for so long, it's really not that uh, uh, strange to imagine that the DOJ would give him this protection. What I am wondering about now is... Hunter and being testified against, but Devin Archer giving all of this information, intricate details about the inner workings of the Biden crime family and Joe Biden's participation in it after he gets this DOJ immunity. I don't know. It's it's uh, pretty unprecedented, especially when you take a look at the crimes uh, committed by the Bidens, the things that President Trump is being uh, uh, accused of, the, that he's being attacked for, uh, all the while Joe Biden leading the Democrats in government and putting pressure on the current Department of Justice to bring these charges. So in the interview with Devin Archer, uh, Schwartz, who is Archer's attorney, revealed that Archer testified to a grand jury in Delaware after receiving a subpoena in December 2020 and testified pursuant to an immunity order in the grand jury. Well, that is a little bit of a wrinkle here because it sounds like in December of 2020, the Biden regime was, well, no, this is December 2020. This is before Joe Biden was even uh, brought in. So this is under Trump's own Justice Department. This must have been the people that Devin Archer was speaking to Hunter Biden about when he asked, why did your father's political appointees arrest me and uh, and charge me on these things? So Devin Archer was given this immunity under Donald Trump's administration. This would have been Bill Barr's Justice Department. So And that means that the U.S. attorney in Delaware, who was probably working for the Bidens, agreed to shield Devin Archer from political uh, prosecution for any illegal activity if he testified about Hunter Biden's business affairs. So then the question is, did he testify against Hunter Biden, give adequate evidence that could have allowed them to indict him on a variety of things? And the Delaware district attorney gave him the immunity so that he would be comfortable saying everything that he needed to, also knowing that they were going to cover it up. Now, simply by the fact that this happened under Bill Barr's tenure doesn't mean that Bill Barr had anything to do with it. Uh, It sounds like at that time he gave the discretion to the Delaware district or U.S. attorney to allow them uh, to bring Hunter Biden to justice. Uh, But, of course, at this point, no one from the Biden family has uh, seen the inside of a jail cell or even been threatened with it. Now, uh, we have new information also from Devin Archer's testimony about the level of involvement that Joe Biden had in the ongoing business affairs of uh, our friends here in Washington, D.C. Previously, we discussed uh, the appearance of Devin Archer and the testimony that he gave. We know that he and Hunter served on the board of Burisma, uh, Hunter from 2014 to 2019. And during that time, the company was under investigation for corruption. 
Well, this new transcript reveals a bit of new information uh, about Joe Biden, his participation, and, uh, of course, uh, the fact that the Biden brand, as uh, Devin Archer said, uh, was truly the power behind Ukrainian energy company Burisma. He believed that if it weren't for the Biden's participation, that Burisma would have gone out of business. Uh, He also had said that my only thought is that I think Burisma would have gone out of business if it didn't have the brand attached to it. That's my, like, only honest opinion. I think that's why it was able to survive for as long as it did. Now, Dan Goldman was questioning him, and he said, well, I don't understand. How does that have any impact? Dan Goldman being a uh, totally vapid airhead. Well, the capabilities to navigate D.C. that they were able to, you know, basically be in the news cycle, and I think that preserved them from a, you know, from a longevity standpoint. But how would that work, the Democrat asked. Well, because people would be intimidated to mess with them, obviously, because the son of the vice president sits on their board. Dan Goldman, if you don't understand that, I don't know what the heck you're doing in government. Now, Miranda Devine wrote another Dan Goldman own goal because he's been doing that a lot lately. He's three for three now. This time in his Devin Archer interrogation, he inadvertently gets Archer to say that part of Hunter's value to Barisma was that people would be intimidated to mess with them legally. The son of the U.S. vice president is sitting on their board. So as it turns out, Victor Shokin, who was investigating Barisma for corruption, was fired at the order of Hunter Biden's father. Dan Goldman, thank you so much for getting that on the record. Now, we also got new details about that transfer of $3.5 million that was wired by the uh, former mayor of Moscow's wife. Uh, on Monday, it was testified by Devin Archer that Joe Biden met with Yelena Butina. She later invested $40 million, and then she paid that $3.5 million in consulting fees only after meeting with Joe Biden. Uh, we also know that uh, Joe Biden had more than a casual interaction with Joe, Jonathan Lee. Who is Jonathan Lee? He was the CEO and founder of Bohai Sea Industrial Fund. That is a Chinese private equity firm that partnered with Rosemont Seneca Partners, Hunter Biden's other company. Now, Archer testified that Lee was interested in expanding his business interests inside the United States. And then he met with several large sponsors that included Blackstone and Apollo. They were looking for potential partnerships inside America. And Archer mentioned that Hunter Biden and Lee had a personal relationship and were friends. Turns out Jonathan Lee met with the then vice president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, and they had a cup of coffee during a trip to Beijing. Uh, The exact nature of the meeting is unknown, but we just know that Joe Biden was meeting with another one of Hunter Biden's foreign business partners. But he also believed that it was a brief informal encounter and possibly could have just been a handshake. He said Jonathan Lee and President Biden had coffee. So it might have been like after they had coffee, he was saying hello. And just so there was like a level of familiarity. I wasn't there. So I'm not. I just read the reporting and heard that Hunter and Jonathan were meeting up. So Hunter might have been saying, oh, I'm with Jonathan Lee again. Remember, you met him in Beijing. Uh, now, the transcript also shed some light on two previously undisclosed dinners uh, that Joe Biden attended at Cafe Milano. This is an upscale restaurant 
in Georgetown. It had Joe, Hunter, and some of their Middle Eastern uh, patrons. And then in April of 2015, there was uh, another gathering that was uh, reported on previously. But Devin Archer testified that there was yet another dinner in the spring of 2014. Now, the first dinner, which had Joe, Hunter, uh, Batarina, the uh, uh, Moscow mayor's wife, uh, also a Kazakhstani businessman named Kenis Rakashev. This man had wired $142,300 that was used on a luxury car for Hunter Biden, per the New York Post. And also the Kazakhstani prime minister, former prime minister, uh, Karim Masimov, was also present. Now, the second meal in April of 2015, there was a different lineup of people, but that included Burisma executives, uh, a Greek Orthodox priest. Uh, Devin Archer contradicted previous reporting that the Washington Post had given, stating that Joe Biden only briefly spoke at the dinner, but he said it was a regular dinner and that he was there for the whole thing. It was uh, incorrect reporting fake news from the Washington Post. Now, New York Post saying that Batarina and another Russian billionaire, both of which whom Hunter had partnered partnered on a real estate shopping spree, uh, also a former military contractor, Vladimir Yevtsenkinov, uh, all of them remained unsanctioned by President Biden. Biden is so tough on Russia, but only if they're only if they're not depositing money directly into their bank accounts. But these stiff sanctions on Moscow's business elite in response to last year's invasion of Ukraine by Russia just simply did not happen to the people that Joe and Hunter had business relationships with. There was no specific business deals discussed at any of these events, but it was, you know, it was a nice conversation. Uh, also that uh, uh, in an interview the other day with uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, Devin Archer said that uh, He and Hunter had an ability to navigate the regulatory environment in Washington, D.C., which translates to selling access at the end of the day. Now, Archer ultimately did not provide significant new information on a bombshell FBI informant file released last month after the uh, proof of the um, uh, uh, payoff by Mikola Zlachevsky. Uh, but he said he had been paid $5 million apiece in bribes uh, and that uh, it was clearly in exchange for the firing of Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin. He did, however, suggest that maybe Zlachevsky considered the bribe to be the approximate amount he had paid Hunter Biden and himself for their service with Burisma. He said, I would assume he's probably talking about me and Hunter, but I don't know. Uh, and that in Ukraine and Russia, they brag about how much they brag about bigger bribes than they actually give. So it sounds like Archer is soft peddling it just a little bit. Uh, now, this is uh, just a repeat of the information we gave you in that last story. And uh, this testimony is quite lengthy. Uh, I'm going to be going through it myself in detail. Uh, and if you guys are interested, you can find it out there as well. Now, before we end the show, I've got just a couple more stories I want to go into. Uh, the death, the strange death of Tafari Campbell, the Biden, excuse me, the Obama's private chef. Uh, well, uh, it's been weird since it began. The information coming out about it has been at times conflicting. Uh, also, it appears that certain things are being covered up. And it appears that that's exactly what happened. Uh, we do have a report from uh, Massachusetts police, but it looks like they're withholding some basic information regarding the supposed accidental death 
of Tafari Campbell. Now, the Daily Mail reported that Massachusetts state police are, in fact, covering up that information about the drowning of the private chef, which they are labeling as an accident. Uh, we know that he met his death uh, about 11 days ago while paddleboarding at the Obama's private pond, Great Edgerton Pond, at their palatial estate in Martha's Vineyard. It was Sunday night, and he apparently had a female companion with him that was not his wife. Now, they have said alternately that Barack and Michelle were not at home, but they were on the island. So they were there, but they were also not really there. Now, Massachusetts police are citing a public records law exemption that allows them to withhold any information that could jeopardize an active investigation. Characterizing the incident as an accident allows the police to do this. Now, is that because they are protecting the Obamas or is it because they are looking to into this as a murder investigation and they're just characterizing it as an accident for the time being? Justin Silverman is the head of the region's First Amendment coalition, and he explained to the Daily Mail that police are abusing this law after ruling out foul play. He says the burden is on law enforcement to show how their investigation may be jeopardized by releasing certain information, and they're not doing that right now. This really flies in the face of the public records law. So it appears that this cover-up is certainly in play, and we just don't know how deep it goes. But we can say that state officials are making sure that other agencies involved in the response also cover up certain pieces of vital information. They have armed several departments with rejection letters that they can send to the media, which has, of course, been asking for as much data as they possibly can. Here is what one of them says. Hello. At this time, we will not be releasing any recordings or materials uh, and cited the state public records law, noting that it exempts the release of records that would probably so prejudice the possibility of effective law enforcement that such disclosure would not be in the public interest. The exemption allows investigative officials to withhold materials that could compromise investigative efforts if disclosed. Now, I have to believe that uh, the Massachusetts State Police and local authorities there on Martha's Vineyard are probably bought and paid for by the Obamas. They certainly do not want information to get out that will be detrimental to the Obamas, especially not if Michelle is planning to run for president. Uh, but we need to get answers. And uh, I hope that there is an active investigation truly going on into whether or not this is a murder. But as long as the state police are not talking, there's really nothing we can do but speculate. Uh, supposedly pending still is the toxicology report uh, that will show whether or not Campbell had any drugs in his system, either recreational or medicinal. Uh, clearly, they're trying to claim this is some sort of a uh, medical episode. So his toxicology test uh, would give us a little bit more insight. We know he could swim because he had videos of himself swimming. Uh, apparently, he wasn't wearing a life jacket and he wasn't tethered to his board. That seems to me to be a recipe for murder. Now, the Obamas are behaving as normal. Sasha and Malia left the island on Tuesday. Barack and Michelle resumed their regular activities. We saw Barack golfing with a strange injury on his hand. Nothing like my injury. There you go. It is getting better. Uh, but... The question becomes, what are police hiding and why are they hiding it? Now, 
We also have brand new details about the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. Now, I know that some people may not like my characterization of it as an attack, but I truly believe this was a false flag attack that was implemented by certain elements of our own government uh, in concert with private individuals, most likely in Antifa, also in the the uh, form of Ukrainian Azov Battalion. What's interesting is that just before Tucker Carlson was fired, he was able to do an interview with the former Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund. I'm actually working on getting an interview with Stephen Sund myself right now. I, I truly believe that that's about to take place. He told Tucker Carlson in this interview that the events of the January 6th riot appear to have been a cover up. This footage was never before seen and was not supposed to be revealed. But either someone on Tucker's team or someone still behind the scenes at Fox News released the entirety of this interview to the public. And thank God, because now we can see it. It's about an hour long and Sund laments in this interview the behaviors of a number of people, including Speaker at the time, Nancy Pelosi, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley. Uh, He said that there were intelligence uh, that they had to suggest there would be problems on Capitol Hill. However, they failed to communicate this to both Sund and his officers. He said, if I was allowed to do my job as the chief, we wouldn't be here. This didn't have to happen. He said that he was pissed off about being lambasted in public over the security failures at the Capitol on January 6th. He was serving as a police officer for over 30 years. He took the role of police chief at the Capitol on uh, in 2019, and he explained that the events leading up to January 6th, including prior to the incident to the Capitol itself, all appear to be a cover-up. Everything appears to be a cover-up said the decorated police chief, explaining that the most things to do with the department were political, specifically because he reported to politicians, and that included Nancy Pelosi. He said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you look at the information and intelligence they had that the military had, it's all watered down. I'm not getting intelligence. I'm denied any support from National Guard in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. It sounds like they were hiding intelligence, Tucker Carlson said, and Sund responded, could there possibly be actually they kind of wanted something to happen? It's not a far stretch to think about that. It's sad when you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out. What was their end goal? He also commented on the Ray Epps situation, suggesting that it's not insane for us to wonder whether or not Ray Epps was acting as some form of an informant on January 6th. Now, he also said previously in his testimony to Congress that uh, there was intelligence that Antifa was present in the crowd and was responsible for the attack on the Capitol. So here, let me go ahead and play you this clip from that interview. This is uh, former... Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund discussing the cover-up of January 6th. Rational and not given an overstatement, obviously, but the facts that you're describing are shocking. The reason why I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, why did you write this book? I try to do what I can to get the truth out. Yes. You know, they didn't want me to testify in uh, in February, on February 23rd at the Senate hearing. They don't want people to still currently in positions on the Hill. I actually had to go in and talk to a friend of mine on one of the oversight committees and say, I will come there in person. I want to be there. I want to testify. So I'm glad you think I'm reserved. I'm, you know, To be honest with you, I'm a little pissed off. 
um, because it, it this have to happen. If, if people were reporting the intelligence correctly, if I was allowed to do my job as the chief, I got a significant experience. If I was allowed to do my job as the chief, we wouldn't be here today. This didn't happen. Then see how you know, you're out there, you're lambasted in public. And it's all, you know, everything appears to be a cover-up. Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you look at the information, the intelligence that it had, military had, uh, it's all watered down. I'm not getting intelligence. I'm denied support National Guard in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. You're in a fight? Yeah. A fight for a couple of minutes. Yeah, one wears minute. You out. One minute. <laughs> I was going to say, 60 seconds, three minutes. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you, it wears you out. My officers were fighting for 80 minutes before the, the protesters ever broke personally with that. Wait, can I say, so you described this as a failure to get the intelligence to the people who needed it, but it sounds like worse than it sounds like they were hiding so, the intelligence. And that's what I'm getting at is could there possibly be that actually did something to happen and kind of wanted something to happen? It doesn't, it's not a far stretch to begin. Well, I don't know what the other explanation is. That's exactly what took place. They had intelligence to suggest that there would be unrest because obviously certain people were planning unrest, namely Antifa dressing up as Trump supporters in uh, MAGA gear. They're the ones who broke into the Capitol. Trump supporters were trying to stop them from doing so. And let's not forget, someone on the inside opened those magnetic locks. The people on the outside of the Capitol building could have in no way ever entered the Capitol if it wasn't for someone, probably directly under the employee of Nancy Pelosi, opening those doors so that patriots could walk inside in between the velvet ropes. Morons are the ones who broke things. Morons, probably Antifa, are the ones who destroyed things. But of course, Antifa never got charged with anything. Leftists never got charged with anything. And people like Stephen Sund were allowed to take the fall. You know, it's it's sad. And there is something wrong with the audio on this video. It's been breaking up and I can't fix it. When you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out, uh, it gets concerned. What was their end goal? You look at you look at what's happening. Was that their end goal? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's no question that what happened on January 6th has has really helped the Democratic Party. It's bravely politicized the U.S. military and the intelligence agencies and the FBI. And those are all, I think, bad for America and violations of the Constitution, but they're all good for the Democratic Party. That's the fact. Like That's what happened. Absolutely. And I, I write about that because... As a cop of 30 years, I'm a, I'm a rule of law type of guy. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that Lady Justice is depicted with a blindfold. As soon as you cut that blindfold off, the fairness of our legal system goes out goes out the window. And that is exactly what has happened. They have stripped that blindfold away from Lady Justice. And no, it's not perceived as being fair anymore. Very oh, res- our country is in a, a very bad place. We have come to the point of nearly no return. Uh, Continuing here, there is new documentation coming out to show that the White House 
was uh, working with Facebook directly to control the narrative on COVID-19 and vaccines. It's uh, something that's uh, fairly long. We're not going to have a chance to get into it today. Maybe I will tomorrow. I also wanted to address uh, these claims that are being made against General Flynn. Garbage narrative. Certain people, I'm not even going to name them because they don't deserve to have their names coming out of my mouth, but they are attempting to twist the words that are taken from mainstream media articles to claim that General Flynn made statements about certain people in the Patriot community. Uh, what actually happened is that there was a defamation lawsuit by some of General Flynn's relatives, Joseph P. Jack Flynn and Leslie Flynn, and they quoted mainstream media reporting about certain people in the Patriot community. And they use that as proof to show that the mainstream media companies that they're suing, uh, CNN, namely, were attempting to defame them by connecting them to these things. Well, apparently, somebody out there was trying to put these words into General Flynn's mouth. And I said, this is a total garbage narrative to spread defaming General Flynn and others, including Brian Gamble, uh, using mainstream media quotes to put words into their mouth. And John dismantled it in a few short posts. He said, I'm seeing some weird accusations against General Flynn. I don't know how he feels about Q, nor do I care. I care about the truth, and I can show you that other people are lying about him right now. General Flynn has nothing to do with the case that was cited. It's his siblings, John and Leslie. The Flynn's didn't say anything defamatory about Q or the movement. They used quotes from the FBI, DHS, Wall Street Journal, CBS, and more. Not even going to read the quotes because they don't deserve my time either. Now they are suing CNN for calling John and Leslie followers and supporters of what the mainstream media is describing Q as being. And of course, they refer to it as QAnon. They are using the mainstream media against itself. Notice everything in quotes here in this image. Flynn didn't say any of that. The mainstream media did. The mainstream media called followers and supporters of the dangerous, violent, racist, extremist, insurrectionist, domestic terrorism movement, QAnon. Remember, there is no QAnon. There is Q and there is Anons. But of course, the mainstream media doesn't get that. They try to lump it all together in the same way that these garbage assholes are trying to lump these statements into General Flynn's mouth. Again, I have no idea how he actually feels about Q, but the people going after him right now because of this court case are literally lying to you. It makes you wonder why. You can read this entire court case and you can see that these people are lying about General Flynn. These people are opportunists. These people are egomaniacs who want, for some reason, the attention and adulation of people in the patriot community. And more than anything, they are controlled opposition attempting to turn you away from an honest man, an American hero, somebody who the deep state attempted to destroy. First thing on their docket, destroy General Flynn. Why? Because General Flynn knows where the bodies are buried. He was in the Obama administration. He spoke up and they attempted to make him pay the price. So that's the reason why I trust General Flynn, because the deep state wants to get rid of him. And now people in the, quote, patriot community are telling you that General Flynn is not who you think he is. Well, they are absolutely lying to you about this. Now, let me actually take you here to a quote about this. Because the people who are trying to 
make up these BS claims against General Flynn, they've had the opportunity. They've been offered the opportunity to have General Flynn, Joe Flynn, Brian Gamble on their show to address these rumors and innuendo directly. And they've done nothing uh, but uh, but but ghost General Flynn and his and his people. Uh, you know, I, I, people say it all the time, but you got to be careful who you follow. Uh, it is. Uh, I am attempting to stay independent, Johnny, which is why I'm I'm not saying who this is in general. Uh, all I'm saying is that. It's a proven fact that what's being said about General Flynn is a lie. And that's all I wanted to say about it, because I trust General Flynn. I trust Donald Trump uh, and uh, and I trust people who are in this to actually help America, not to raise their own personal profile. Uh, okay, so uh, continuing on, uh, Mighty Patriot said uh, shades, uh, dropped some shades and said faith over fear. Texas for Trump, dropped some gold pills. We win in the end. MAGA, Tamar Growl, thank you for the can. Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Uh, Liberty Bells says love your red pill, thank you so much. And Lynn's over it, dropped some gold pill. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Yeah, so uh, if you have any questions about uh, what's being said about General Flynn, you can go check out that court case yourself. I, I shared it on my Twitter. Um, and uh, well, once again, this is not about personal squabbles. This isn't about gossip, rumors, innuendo. The, the people that I'm trying to do expose here are the corrupt people in our illegitimate government. I want to expose the criminality inside the deep state, and I want those people to pay for what they've done to us. I don't care about petty squabbles or getting into ridiculous arguments. I have always stayed out of that stuff. People have said some terrible things about me, and I don't even pay attention to them more often than not. But in this instance, uh, I find it really disgusting because it's so obvious that it's a lie, that it is an absolute bald-faced lie. So thank you for being here, guys, and uh, hopefully I will see you tomorrow. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to the premiere of Into the Light, the new film from the people who made Out of the Shadows. Uh, I'm going to be in Nashville tomorrow, so I won't be on the air. So you guys, I'm sure that there are plenty of, uh, of other things out there that you can watch, or you can watch a replay here on my channel. But I'll be back on Saturday at the normally scheduled time at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. So until that time, good luck, everyone, and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Saturday, I mean.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.